In the name of Jesus. Amen. What's going on, blessed ones? This is Blair, your cancer care bear, and we have made it to episode 50. It took a minute, but we did it, and only by the grace of God, so I want to definitely thank him. Because there's been times where I wanted to give up, stop, say, you know what, nobody's listening, nobody's, you know, I'm not getting the, you know, traction that I felt like I should get. But again, no great thing comes without some struggle, some time. So as always, I want to thank the listeners, those who have subscribed, those who have came on to host an episode or two with me. And... You know, I always play in my head like something that I want to talk about because you know a lot of times you know I wing it, wing these, wing, wing these things. But today, this Labor Day weekend, it's it's been a lot going on. Again, I first want to. Thank the listeners for all the support. And even if it's just one, it's much appreciated. I know sometimes the algorithm doesn't work in my favor, but it's good enough for me because I do have listeners over in Africa. I do have listeners over in Europe. I do have listeners over in Asia. I do have listeners, of course, here in the United States and Canada and whatnot. So thank you. Because I say if I can reach one person, if I can ignite a fire in one person, that can definitely light the world on fire in a positive way. So I can't be ungrateful. 
and also I want to shout out my brother from another my light skin twin some know him as foe some know him as Stark some know him as Spence Miller on his marriage and those of you who've been following and listening y'all already know the deal with that so congratulations to him and his lovely bride and also I want to shout out to Nikki Minaj, who received the VMA Vanguard Award, um, which I always like to call the Michael Jackson Award. That's a big accomplishment. I know Nikki get a lot of hate, and also Missy. Elliot, who I have read is supposed to be getting a street named after her in her hometown, Portsmouth, Virginia, who is also a native of, you know, 757 as well, as you can say, again, and I had a couple hosts on prior, previous episodes. Shout out to Kima, Love, and Jolie Noir. And of course, DJ Khaled, who have released another dope project, and which I'm going to get into right now. God did. To me, DJ Khaled is one of the great minds of the music industry. He puts together albums and records with some collabs that might be estranged but they turn into good, great records. And of course, as always, you know, there's always going to be one of those verses because we are talking about the self, the self-titled record God did named after the album featuring Ross, 
Wayne, and Jay-Z. And of course, I don't want to, you know, touch too much on it. Because of course, like I always say, you know, there's enough podcasts, enough shows and everything that's discussing the J-verse, which a lot of people feel like this is his best verse. And a lot of people, of course, didn't. And Complex have made a list of Jay-Z's best verses. And I believe God did was... I don't don't think it was like 50, 54 or something like that. But to me personally, I'm going to be completely honest. There's not not too many records or too many verses. Well, just as far as verses go, not too many that I can just remember offhand. I would just say, like, to me, this might have been the best J-verse I heard in a while that I can remember. Because you got to think this man had 13 albums and about 100 features, over 100 features in his career. Probably over a thousand features in his career. I mean, you don't just get a whole verse anyway. So even at, you know, being in his 50s, still dropping, you know, such great verses. Because a lot lot of people can't do that. Because I will say this, though. And I think his his, um, verse... Is being praised so much because of how long he was rapping as well. Because he was dropping jewels and jewels like bar to bar and everything. But at the same time, you got then you got Ross who delivered a great, awesome verse, and Wayne who delivered a amazing verse. And I think a lot of people under um kind of undermine that because Jay is Jay, and of course we know that Ross and Wayne, you know, they're up there as some of the um goats as well especially with Wayne, but, you know, Wayne, you know, he, he's still, he's still doing his thing, I mean, he's, you know, I'm not the biggest, biggest Wayne head, but he does, you know, he's definitely in that GOAT conversation, and to me, even after Listening to the record a couple times, I, I want, like I said, I think, you know, it was kind of like they went from good, better, best in that record. You know, of course, you had John Legend and Friday, which I'm not too familiar with Friday, but he, he, um, they featured up there as vocalists, but, um, Wayne, you know, he he goes back to reminding us 
exactly his influence. You know, the face tats, the dreads, you know, you know, all that. And that what up twin was like that was such a punchline that a lot of people missed it. Because when you are on a record with the likes of Jay-Z, you know Jay-Z is going to deliver. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and dick ride like, like some people will do and say, you know, he's all, he always have the best verse on any record he's featured on, but like, Jay, like, he's at a point in his life where he's, he's, only thing he can do now is just elevate and educate. And, like I said, I think he did have the best verse on the record. But, like, of course, Ross was doing what he do, man. Like, Ross is such a, has a good ear for production. You know, his albums be amazing. And, you know, like, with Wayne, you know, still being, you know, you know, not really... <laughs> You know, in the forefront like he used to be in the um in the two in early two thousands and two thousand tens and stuff, but he he delivered. He comes he comes down, like I said, he doesn't always, you know, bring great verses, but this was one of those verses that you know, that you can really go back and be like, you know what, man, like Wayne, you know, he's the because this they should have I mean, God did. Like I always say, me, I'm not God, but I'm God. I'm the greatest one doing it. So it's just kind of like that. These guys here, you know, you got to think. You got DJ Khaled, one of the most prominent DJs in the game. You know, he's probably one of the um, better DJs that, you know, curates an album. And then you have, John Legend, of course, his record speaks for himself, one of the great voices in the music industry. And then you have Friday, who, like I said, I'm not too familiar with him, but like I said, he's um he's up and coming, as I would say. And then you have Ross, you know, one of the best, as people say, beat pickers, Lil Wayne, of course, is, he's, is, you know, probably one of the most influential artists of this generation and Jay-Z. So you got these three MCs probably top 10. They're probably even top five on somebody's list, but you know, you got these guys and it was so such a phenomenal record. It, it it had to have been named after the album. So the only thing that I you know that I noticed that you know on post media was that you know such how great Jay's verse was. You know, I I just even seen this um 
this video that they was talking about it on MSNBC or something. It was on one of the, the gentlemen. He was breaking down like the the lyrics and you know just as just as far like the double entendre, the triple quadruple entendre Dre did. He is famous for and all the references and stuff. Like this is a man who came up in the Marcy Projects so dope and turn it into gold pretty much like this man is like a, a a prime example of an American dream turning nothing into something but then you have Ross who you know was just talking talking his talk <laughs> As he always does, you know, bossing up the biggest boss. But then Wayne, how it's like he, like Wayne has come to a point where he's become like Andre status. You know, you might get a, you might still get Wayne verses on just random, random tracks, but he is so aware of his influence. He, he he had to stun on. So cultivating. They underestimate over overrate me. They underestimate me, and and just talking about how. You know all these rappers. And try to emulate him. Who some aren't even. Good. Which we have to point out because I don't like when people make it seem like these new generation rappers are all trash. Because people say these new generation rappers except for Kendrick and Cole, you know, they're trash. But it's like, nah, that's that's just the ones who we kind of, who's kind of like there. You know, no disrespect to the, the little Uzi fans, you know, the 21 Savage fans and you know, the Young Thug fans and whatnot, like, and Young, and Young Thug, you know, he, shoot, he's phenomenal. But, um, you know, the little pumps and all these, to like, these guys, but to me, I feel like we pay more attention to the trash rappers more than the ones who are great. So, and then we think that hip-hop is dead, which is, it never died, you know, it's just, you know, it's having a, it's taking a vacation, I guess you can say, if anything, but it's always been here. You know, you have these artists, you have these artists who are doing great for themselves. To me, I do feel like if, I mean, if you got a fan base, that's fine. Some people can relate. You know, I don't relate to all of them, but some people can relate. However, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that people shouldn't do what they love, but I think that when you're an artist, whether you're a rapper, a singer, or whatnot, 
Like you like, and it's different when you when you're a singer. But like, if you're a rapper, and I mean, of course, people are going. There's going to be haters, but then there's going to be people who just don't rock with it. But it's like if you know, Joe Budden said, "Music is just what feeling sound like." So if, but to me, I feel like, man, there's some raps. You know, you really shouldn't like if you suck. You know, I don't. I think you need to change your line of work. What kind of goes back, what kind of comes to this other point as far as Fulton County in Atlanta, the DA. Um, I believe it was DA. She had made, she had made a point where she wasn't targeting Artists, but you know, of course, Gunna, Young Thug, YSL affiliations, and they they have they have made made news in in regards to what was what's been going on. As far as, you know, that the DA was saying how she's going to continue to use rap lyrics as evidence in the case that's happening in the thing. Now, she got, she got a lot of backlash because she talked about how you know, people think that, you know, she's just targeting, you know, why I sell people saying that just a regular, but it's like, you gotta be smart. Like people who are smart really knows, like you're not just using the rap lyrics. The reason why they're using it is because crimes are being committed. It's just like with anything else, if you commit, commit a crime and you're a suspect, you gotta kind of like, you do your job and put, you know, you got to think, why do we love these artists in the first place? Why do we love hip hop in the first place? Because even like, I mean, some people might feel like, some people might feel like, you know, rap is rap, you know, it's fake. You know, these people are artists. These people are like entitled, like make believers. And, but it's at the same time, you got to think like, no, like you have, artists out here living that life and I'm gonna see if I can find this clip because that's like I said it's been played but this one is this one is a little bit more this one's a little bit more more significant So I'm going to see if I can find this clip.
Well, they kick it indoors, committing home invasions, uh, and now I'm using those lyrics that they're admitting to doing that. I'm going to continue to do that. People can continue to be angry about it. Um, I have some legal advice. Don't confess to crimes on rap lyrics if you do not want them used, or at least get out of my county. And and that and that's just the bottom line. Cause I, cause I'm gonna say this, man. Like, and to me, like I said, hey, you gotta be you gotta be better than that. Like, you gotta like if you, I mean, yeah, rap to me, you know, it's, you know, there's some a lot of form of fabrication. But if you really about that life, you know, you don't you need to find something else to rap about, or you're gonna be in trouble. Be in because at the end of the day, it's it's real. And that's why I say I think sometimes people, I mean, people can take music for what it is. This is a form of entertainment at the same time, but like you have, it's art imitates life, which correlates with anything else. Like you have these movies that are even like fairy tale, but there's some inspiration behind it whether it's inspired by dreams whether it's inspired by you know comic books whether it's inspired by you know, just your imagination but it's like art imitates life there's always going to be some truth in something no matter what it is like it you can you can watch a freaking movie about three little pigs and the big bad wolf or something, but it's going to be some type of truth to it. I mean, that might be a reach, but that's how it is. And that's why I say, you know, as in, if you're a rapper, if you're a rapper, you know, back, even back in the seventies and eighties when rap was, you know, you was rapping bars, you might, you might fabricate a little bit, but these artists was gritty and they, you know, they a lot of times, like again, like some people might not believe this, but there's people out here actually that was coming from, you know, the main streets, from the hard knocks, lives, and they had to bring their reality into form of art. N.W.A. You know, um, Rakim, Big Daddy Kane, Nas, Jay, like even like the L. Cool J's, like you know, of course, it was a little bit more smoother. It was a little bit more underground, but at the same time, again, like words mean something. So you gotta you gotta be careful, and like especially when you're an artist, because it's not like it, it's not like a movie, which is, you know, like I said, there's different forms of art, which is why I say I feel like everybody needs to. That's why I say there's different. Like you can have a you can have a talent. And then you can have you can be good at something. Like I personally feel like you know, hey, like comedians should be held accountable for certain things that they do. I mean, I think I know even like I think nobody should have a pass for certain things. And that's and I think this is what the world is. In, we're in today where they're trying to correct themselves. Like to me, to me. You know, you can be entertained by these stories that we hear rappers speak about, that these comedians joke about, but how far Mm -mm. will it 
should it take? How far should we be like, okay, it's just, these are just jokes. These are, these are just songs and stuff, but there's stuff actually happening in the world that reflects those jokes, reflects those records. Um, and you gotta be held accountable because right now, like I said, I'm, um, right now, which goes back again to, you know, comedians, like I, I'm reading something, you know, as far as like the Tiffany Haddish and Eric Spears news, like I, I read about and heard about it. I, I saw, you know, reluctantly what was going on because I feel like to me and if you're in journalism, if you're in news, if you're reporting something, you have to to be a good crit- critic or a good judge. You have to be able to see you know, that's not what I am. But I feel like if it's something that you're going to entertain or something that you're going to comment on, there has to be something. Because, again, for, like stuff like this happens every day. Some things are... Some things are reported out of spite, out of deceit. Out of, you know, entertainment. And I'm going to be honest, man. Like, I saw the video. And me being a father, you know, that, that kind of, like, that just, it was uncomfortable. It wasn't funny. To me. And. Some messages that's be, that's to be delivered. Going back again, you gotta find a better way. But again, sometimes you gotta think about. All right, this wasn't this wasn't meant to harm anyone or to offend anybody. But it's like. You're taking a risk. You're risking that. So whatever message that Tiffany and Aries was trying to send, it it definitely is definitely going to harm their career. And again, I'm not exactly sure what what is if it's going to lead to a, a actual case. But whatever message that they was trying to send, I mean, they was, I don't know if they was trying to, know if they thought it through all the way, but it's like, uh, if you know your audience, if you know the community, if you know this is gonna raise some eyebrows and you don't care, then, hey, you gotta go ahead. Like, again, we don't know these people personally. 
I think something should be done about that. And we need to also do something about the monetization when it comes to exploiting children and exploiting the disabled because now that mental health is at an all-time high, a lot of people want to monetize mental health as well, which I feel like it's not even, you know, worth doing that. Because, believe it or not, pedophilia is is a mental illness. And regardless of whether it was intentional or not, you got to be held accountable. So that's my only point as far as with that. You know, I have a son. And again, sometimes again, things will be risky. Everything's impossible until it's not. You can never know what will work until you try. But like I said, it's certain things you got to think about, you know, is it worth it? How like, are you willing to risk that? Because I think it was, it's just, I'm like, man, you know, you don't even want to like, you know, they had then clips start resurfacing with stuff about Tony Hatch and everything. It's just like, man, like this is what I used to say all the time. Like you get on men, who are attracted to little kids and stuff. And technically it's like, yeah, they attracted to little kids. And then you have people who might see your child and say, Oh, they're so cute and stuff. And it's like, well, and, and and that's not in a, always in a, you know, one in a, you know, sexual way, but it's still like, you know, I don't go overboard like that. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, try to, you know, grill someone who says, oh, yeah, my my son's cute and stuff. He looks just like me and just like your mom. He's sweet and stuff, but it's but it's certain levels is all I'm saying. But, um, you know, it is a new day and age. So I just feel like, you know, Artists, actors, rappers, comedians, you know, directors all, like, y'all have to start reading the room. I mean, this is the era of, you know, hey, you're, you're accountable for everything that you do. You know, praise for having courage to take risks that other people won't take. But shame on you for not considering other people and allowing, you know, having some, having some, the common decency to say, you know what, no, this is. This is going to be too much. It's too sensitive. 
but who am I? Moving forward, I want to I want to challenge you all listening. When it comes to your well-being, when it comes to your children, if you have them, I want you to think about something. Because I know being a parent is hard. Making those decisions for them, because there are some decisions that we have to make as parents that our children may not understand right now. We have to think about the decisions that we make for them and how this will affect them today. Because later isn't here, later isn't promised. And what the, the decision that we make today can impact tomorrow. So, I challenge people, parents, and you know, ch- childless people like. about today and the decisions that you make today and in order to I'm sorry I get it gets Sometimes I get, you know, lost for words in the middle of pardon, as you all might know. But I want to, again, trying to think about the impacts, the decisions that you make today. How is this going to affect you today? You know, what you watch, what you entertain, what you pay for. Because you can't think about what tomorrow brings. You have to be smart, of course, but you can't think about what tomorrow's going to be. If you have an opportunity to better your day today, whether it's mentally or physically, you can do that because then that will put things in motion for tomorrow. That's all I'm trying to say. Rappers, do better. If you're going to do the crime, don't put it in your rounds because at the end of the day, we do not care how real you is. If you're if you're incriminating yourself for the sake of 
you know, a record, a good record, is probably not a good, good enough record. So, I encourage you all actors, be careful on what y'all do. Remember, art imitates life. Everything is not worth. You know, work entertainment, work the trouble. And this is coming from someone who's an inspired artist, an inspired world, an inspired actor. You know, there's messages that we can deliver without controversy. I remember Eric Bischoff, former WCW president of wrestling, um, very much a wrestling legend. Said controversy creates cash. Well, it doesn't have to anymore. If you're going to change with the times, you might as well find different ways to do those things because, again, the world is sensitive now. It's, I hate to say it, but it's sensitive. People aren't going to just sit there blindly anymore. Some things I agree with, some things I don't, but it, it, it's part of life, you know. But like I said, you know, if you if you wake up and realize, you know, your spiritual being living in a physical existence, then you would know because again, not everybody is believers in the Most High God. You don't have to live that way. You don't have to subscribe to that truth. You don't have to be like, well, because other people don't believe I'm going to do what I want. Like, no, you, if you believe in a higher power, if you believe in a higher being, you have to live that way. Because other people, but also have the move in a sense that everybody don't, be, don't believe that way. And I'll give you an example. And then I'll be finished. You you believe in God. So the decision that you make is 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 considering God. So when you decide that you want to go out with people who may not believe in God. You have to remember that their actions are based on their way of life. So if you feel in your spirit that this is going to rub you the wrong way, you have to then move accordingly. So if 
you have a partner who has a different faith based than you. You might want to go out, have dinner, and you have a situation and your spirit, you feel like, hey, I'm uncomfortable. You have to move accordingly. That person don't respect it. Then you have to make a decision. That person don't support it. Then you have to make a decision. See, difference can coexist. Different races, different religions, different cultures. They can coexist together in one place, but it's all about respect. Don't compromise yourself for anybody. Just be strategic on how you move around those people who don't have the same belief as you or faith as you thank you for listening I went over but as always just stay safe stay prosperous stay productive and positive this is Blair and I'm out